damage everything. Yeah. Oh. I gotta get you at yelling level so I know how to uh, get you at whisper level. Uh. You know, it's it's either you're doing a Fauci or you're doing a Joe Biden. Mm. So I gotta... Can you hear this? No. See, this happens with me, too. Uh, no, no, I, f- I was like, I don't think, I couldn't, re- never mind it, because it should play on my end, and I'm not even hearing it. Yeah, you gotta... Tell me if you hear that. But tell me, are, are you ready for this, though? Are you ready for a little controversy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. My impression is dead on, dude. What's up? My impression is I nailed it. You gotta be kidding. Oh, uh, pretty good, dude. Pretty good. All right, let's That's see. So uh, can you tell yeah. the difference? Here I, we go. I worked so hard to like isolate that, and I'm trying to get that onto my sound pad. Excellent. Well done, sir. I really like that. Yeah, let's see if you can tell the difference here. Uh, uh, are you ready for some controversy? <laughs> you run into the problem all trannies run into. I can tell you're a man. Yeah, I know. It's the Adam's apple, man. But, yeah, you can't. <laughs> it's hard to get around. Oh, well, congrats, Mike. Deep you voice. are move, moving up in the podcaster world here, putting together uh, sound bites, and you got a little shock pad there. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, you know, I got the pad. I might as well use it, figure out how to incorporate it. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah, man. Absolutely. How's everything in the Chi-Town area? Oh, uh, you know, everything uh, so far so good. All right, excellent. Or, uh, <laughs> like everybody's Kind of mad at the cops for uh, raping those migrants, which, you know. You know, funny thing, not a national news story. I don't think they want to talk about that. No, they don't. You know what everybody's, like, not wanting to talk about, which is driving me nuts? The fact that you fuckers defunded the police. That's right. People stopped wanting to become cops, so they oh, had yeah. to lower the standards yes. to become a cop, and they had less money to train. These lower qualified individuals. And now you guys are like, I can't believe the cops are these shitty people who are raping migrants. Like, <laughs> what, what did you think was going to happen? Yes. <laughs> Do you know where all the good cops are? They moved to Florida and got the $10,000 bonus. Yeah, and they didn't have to get your um, you know, little science experiment there. I was working with a guy on uh, Saturday. He's an operator. This, this guy literally operated. He digs holes with an ex- excavator, you know? And uh, his cousin, I guess, is in my class. His cousin's telling me, that, yeah, up until a couple of years ago, I think it was like 20, whatever the BLM Summer of Love was, the guy <laughs> was a fucking sheriff. Wow. And then just left it and is an operator. <laughs> like, what? Like, what? Like, think about that, dude. We just, we lost. We lost the good cops, man. We lost the good cops, good firefighters. We lost the good pilots. Uh, we lost a lot of good people in a lot of industries. I argue still to this day, we lo- lost a lot of good cooks out there. Uh, not a lot of good food when I go out and eat. And, uh, you know, I just think in general, we lost all the honest, hardworking, critical thinking people. And they all went to places and uh, occupations where they could kind of be you know left to their own uh world you know and it's um that's that's the effect that's the new normal we've welcomed in now uh that they were talking about is in in this new world in this new normal no professionals because we drove them away with the uh, vaccine mandate yeah all the free thinkers all the good workers yeah, the critical thinkers, man. The the ones you want making decisions in, in professional situations, they're gone. And now we have the idiots left uh, who are quadruple jabbed and boosted and, you know. <laughs> can't, can't fucking cook a cheeseburger, you're right. Can't, can't think for themselves, can't it's cook like a they cheeseburger. Don't even, like you guys, I know you guys aren't cleaning this place. Like, you guys can't even do... The simple tasks are not getting done that used to get done yes. that kept the wheels of society moving. We have a, a favorite sandwich joint. Uh, I've taken you there. It, oh, it's the gnome the place. Gnome. Great, yeah, place. great sandwiches. Uh, last few times we were there, though, uh, quite the changeover in the staff. A lot of new folk. Big drop in the quality to the point there uh, that Emma ordered a, uh, I think it was a tuna sandwich on rye, and she got a grilled tuna something on baguette. And... Well, what did Pepino order? 
Yeah, well, there, there was <laughs> they just switched it. <laughs> there was chorizo. She just got a chorizo burrito. It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brutal. So uh, we were just talking about it the other day, and we saw one of the formal, former employees over at the Grateful Dead show that we went to uh, for Fourth of July weekend, and said that uh, he had left because the place had kind of gone down in quality and uh, wasn't the greatest place to work. And uh, we were like, oh, we kind of see the writing on the wall now. (laughs) Employees are leaving. Food uh, isn't coming out right. Quality not as good. It seems to be happening everywhere, man. You can't get a good sandwich these days. This is kind of anecdotal evidence because I only go to like three places. Yeah, but, but uh, <laughs> the same three places should be, they're the, your same three places because they're the best, uh, right? They you were picked, the same for yes, 20 years you, of my life. You picked and out the best. And then something happened in 2019 yeah. where <laughs> now it's, you know, but you know what I kind of noticed? Because I, I can like apply it to like the jobs I've been to and everything. And just like everywhere you look around, there's no more of like those young go-getters. Yeah, man. Like, dude. You go to the you go to these restaurants or these bars. There used to be, you know, the young, attractive guys and girls that were like in their young twenties, just go getters running around. You yes. know what I mean? And they kind of forced the thirty year olds to kind of spruce their looks up a little bit and hustle a little bit. You know what I mean? That's right, man. But, yeah. But where are they? I go to the bar now. It's all 30, 40 year olds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who Dude, just don't give a fuck. It's people my age or who look older than my age but are my age, and they are in a rough spot, man. All of them. Man, everybody <laughs> your age looks. I look older than you. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I keep telling you, people, Korean foreskins. Don't believe me? Talk to Sandra Bullock. <laughs> She's yeah, a you're huge not fan. supposed to eat them. Oh, yeah, I, I pop them in like uh, M&M's. <laughs> They're delicious. It's like pork rind. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah, man, it's the trick. Korean uh, foreskins. Uh, and again, don't believe me? <laughs> Check out uh, Sandra Bullock on Ellen. They talk about you know, injecting the old foreskin. Uh, so, it's yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. I don't know, man. I just man. think where we don't have the young go-getters. I don't know where they are. Oh, uh, yeah, the... I couldn't agree more. Uh, there's nobody applying for work, anybody that does work. They can apparently afford to just take random multi-sick days off for whatever, <laughs> you know, like, I pulled my back, I'm out for a week, sorry, boss. Yeah. And then vacation for a week after you've been there for three months? A phenomenon I've seen take place, even just where I work, but even people I know in my life where they go on vacation and then call out of work the day after vacation because they're like, I don't know, burnt out from vacation, I guess. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm just going to tell you right now, if you need a day off after your vacation, you are not going to make it in this world. You are so (laughs) fucking lucky that your pansy ass was born in America. But do you think... Do you think the fucking 35-year-old father of three in Albania gets to take a week off vacation? Yes. And, the, and then take a day off to rest from his vacation? Oh, let's uh, ask uh, someone over there if they could be like Pete Buttigieg, take off two months to breastfeed their adopted children. <laughs> See if that's a thing. Again, if I go down to Mogadishu, how many guys <laughs> am I going to run into <laughs> that are on their day off after their week vacation? I just to call in out of work after you've taken this vacation, like just you should just be fired, honestly. Like the any manager should just say no thanks, don't come back, no thanks. It's obvious you don't care. I think it's that, obvious you don't care about your job, and that's what it is. Well, it seems so, so. to me that the employees of today's world believe that they have the power over their employers. And this pendulum, I feel, is swinging back the other way, only because I think it was today, if not a couple days ago, Microsoft uh, just fired 10,000 more employees. Yeah, on top. I think it might have happened today. Uh, I mean, they're they're dropping people in the tech sector uh, like flies, Hey, coders, learn to plumb. Yeah. Fucking assholes. (laughs) You fucking moose. 
Uh, man, you said it, dude. Honestly, I, I think uh, people are in trouble going forward. They have felt as if they have this power over these employers and corporations and companies. And in reality, if you're not hustling and if you're not working and making things happen, you're the fat that will be trimmed over the next several months. It's coming. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what these guys do. I know they're just trying to prolong it past the election. I don't know how they're doing it, what they're doing. But this, this economy is just rolling on steam right now, right? We're there, the uh, I mean, there has to be uh, some sort of market plunge, right? Aren't we, like, historically due for something like that? Doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah, no, none of it makes sense, but... Well, maybe then it's all artificial, and right? And they're just telling you that everything's good. It's funny, because I can't afford anything. No, nobody can afford anything, and I work uh, with, alongside a lot of small-time business owners, uh, people are sweating and they're collecting checks very quickly and they're uh, hounding you if they don't get theirs. Did you see uh, the, the report came out? We hit an all-time high for credit card debt. I, I mean, that's literally what's floating this economy is credit card debt. It's people borrowing, hoping that things will get better. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. That's a really bad spot because if they don't get better, man. Well, they were dishing out uh, credit cards to everybody about a year and a half ago. So maybe that was kind of the plan there. They decided, let's uh, make it very easy for everyone to get a credit card and uh, let them rack it up, purchase stuff so we can keep this economy afloat right till about voting season. <laughs> and then, uh, then we can let the next guy deal with the crash. Yeah. Crash will be brutal. I guess uh, invest in gold, silver, and yen. Uh, and uh, may I be the first to say to our Chinese overlords, let me podcast, please. Shushu. Shushu. Uh, Shushi. Shushimi. Is that, is that Japanese? Shushimi? Yeah, that's sushi. Okay, I'm already, I've been murdered. Sushi. <laughs> sushi. Sashimi. Did I do that right? Am I Chinese now? Flawless. <laughs> Oh, we're fucked if any other country, dude. We're so ignorant when it comes to any other culture. Oh, of course. Yes, imagine? dude. What do you mean? Hello. Welcome, uh, Pooh Bear. <laughs> I am Buddha. <laughs> Are they Buddhists? I don't even know. Yes. So ignorant. I'm so ignorant. They're just slowly going to get back at us for, uh, what was it? Uh, Ricky Moon. No, Ricky Mooney. What was that dude? <laughs> He, the white guy who played the Asian guy, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> was it like, wasn't it like John Wayne? It no. was Mickey Rooney, and he played um, Genghis Khan. No, he played this. Uh, he played what are you a. Talking about? Okay, it was Breakfast at Tiffany's is the movie, and Mickey Rooney famously played a Chinese uh, landlord of the apartment building that. Uh, <laughs> This uh, character, the main character, lives in, and uh, he is cartoonishly racist beyond belief. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you could find it immediately. It's uh, Mickey Rooney Chinese. I bet you could just type in uh, yeah Chinese character, and uh, he pops right up. And uh, it's it's very really bad, very bad. Yeah, Mister Yanoshi, and. it's it's rough. It, it, even the teeth, everything about it. And if you have time to watch the impressions he throws down, it, it's it is over the top. Uh, I think the Chinese are still trying to get back at us for this one. I'm not gonna lie. This was uh, this is about seventy years ago. So uh, you know we're paying a price. There's no doubt about it, dude. I don't know. We created the world's most famous uh, stretchy pants and then called it Lululemon. <laughs> Way more sadistic. Oh, man. Well, speaking of Hollywood, uh, it is back in the news. Not for that writer strike you forgot about. That's right. Oh, going to remind yeah, you every yeah. time. No, there's another strike uh, on, on, on the docket. I guess uh, the actors now are threatening to strike, so this could... Be interesting. Uh, it's like when the teachers go on strike every year. Could you have it any better? I know, dude. Could you have it any better? I gotta listen to you go on these shows and whine as I'm driving to a place where I'm gonna go into a crawl space 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. It'd get co- covered in sewage. Yeah, you so, <laughs> you spent the morning uh, cold bathing in your uh, you know backdoor spa or you know backyard spa in Malibu. <laughs> You know, with your yeah. infinity pool overlooking the Pacific Ocean. You know, woe is me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Your life is so unstressful. You have to stress it by dump, jumping into freezing water every morning. <laughs> you know, who doesn't have to do that? Plumbers. It's stressful enough. Stressful <laughs> enough. No world where I feel sorry for Chris Hemsworth. I'm sorry. Thor, you oh, yeah. just get no sympathy, dude. Look at you. You get no sympathy, man. <laughs> for anything. Uh, and, uh, so I had to work really hard for this body. No matter how hard I work, I will never have long locks of hair <laughs> and be it be six foot fucking whatever, dude. Uh, I'm in the five seven and bald club, man. That's right, but it's a huge club. Okay, a lot of famous people in it. Don't don't you forget? Chris oh, we Hemsworth. can't stand closer than eight inches. <laughs> oh, oh, you meant huge? Like, oh, okay, a lot of people. <laughs> You guys have to sit. You guys have to stand eight inches apart, right? Yeah, I got at all times at least. (laughs) Depending who you're next to, at least eight inches in the club. Five seven eights. (laughs) Uh, The only one that we let in that's not is uh, Lindsey Graham. (laughs) Felt bad for him. Uh, Lady G, heavens me. So uh, Hollywood is in the news, uh, and this is our diversity hire. The tranny. (laughs) That's right. Lady is just how all Southern Belle gentlemen used to be, and just nobody said anything. They snickered about it behind the scenes in their own home, but they let it, you know, exist. Yeah, I was thinking about that the other day because I, I forget what movie I was watching, but it was like they were. It was like back in the day, and that's in that era, and like they were all the dudes were acting like Lindsey Graham, and I was like, no way. You know, uh, I watched last night, two nights ago. Emma fell asleep, and Wayne's World 2 started. It just, like, came on on HBO or whatever, and I tossed it on. And uh, I watched Wayne's World 2 for the first time in a long time, and I completely forgot about the scene where they dress up in the different costumes and spy on the girlfriend with Christopher Walken. And then what happens? They're running away and they sneak down an alleyway (laughs) and go into the only open door, which is a seedy gay underground club where in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, there is just a gay rave going on. (laughs) What an insane scene, man. (laughs) To even just come up with that is outrageous, man. And then they're all just like happen to be dressed like the village people. And Every- they do YMCA. That's fucking genius. Right, In right. inside the gay club, they are so stereotypically nineties gay. It is. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. They're all dressed yes. like bikers, you know. Or uh, who's the dude? Uh, not shirtless bikers. Yeah, <laughs> shirtless bikers with the uh, assless chaps, and you know, uh, it's just it's it's a very funny scene. And I was just dying from the fact that this scene was extra funny in 1993 because making fun of fat people and gay people was still funny back then. And, you know, like 20 years later, you can't make fun of fat people or gay people. No, we have to celebrate them. There's no jokes about their communities whatsoever. Back then you could kind of make fun of anybody. Well, you're never able to make fun of the Jews. No, you're never allowed to make fun of the Jews, dude. But back then, you could make fun of anybody except them. Only the Jews could make fun of the Jews. Uh, Mel Brooks, he's the prime example there. Hollywood uh, is about to change for the big time, and I have been saying this for a while, uh, that they are uh, striking currently, not because of money or any of that Frank, I care so little, I forgot in our tangent. About, <laughs> I totally forgot I know, about the strike. I know, but there's a reason why I'm bringing up the strike, and I have a, I have a clip. I have a clip that has nothing to do with the strike, but they do preface with it. But I find this to be... More intriguing in the sense that we've been discussing this. The technology that they're showing us now, they've had for probably 50 years. 
Back here at home, Hollywood actors could soon be joining writers on the picket lines with a deadline to reach a new deal with studios just days away. One of the big issues revolves around artificial intelligence and how it can create performances that don't exist. In yeah, our new series, crazy. The Age of AI, CBS... No, this clip, man, I'm telling you, is fucking crazy. Did they, is this Bigger. really talking about the background actors? Uh, just let the clip play. You will yeah, enjoy yeah. the information you hear in this. Gotti takes a look at how this growing technology is transforming the industry. And a warning, some of the images in the report include flashing strobe lights. At the age of 80. So that means Jamie Foxx, don't watch it because you could stroke out potentially. <laughs> oh, too soon? Uh, Was that too soon? Uh, right, he's right. Dead. Harrison Ford is starring as Indiana Jones, both old and young. Audiences could soon see a new performance by James Dean, who died in 1955. And an upcoming film will feature Tom Hanks and Robin Wright as they appeared in Forrest Gump nearly 30 years ago. I'm going to show you some magic. This man became famous as a young Tom Cruise, a makeover from the AI company Metaphysic. You know, I do all my own stunts, obviously. It is now immortal. It was a clip of a dude who wasn't Tom Cruise who superimposed Tom Cruise's face on his body. As mm. actors through image capture like this to appear in future films. Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise both five set. seven, just so you know. Yeah, and Tom Hanks, he's gonna be you're gonna hear him talking this actually. He has already signed up for this program, which this clip is about, where they are digitizing uh the likeness of these actors so that way their families could make money off their likeness in future films after they die. Yeah, it's genius. It's genius and a little frightening. I can't wait to watch my first Tom Hanks porn. It's going to be fantastic. Oops. To appear in future <laughs> films without ever being on set. I think we all watched his first porn in Forrest Gump and he fucked uh, Jenny. Maybe. Uh, he almost had a first porn in Bachelor Party, my personal favorite Tom Hanks movie of all time. If you've never seen it, it's a cult classic from the 80s one of his first films this is back in like big you know and all the when he was doing comedy still and he wasn't like a serious actor playing gay dudes dying of yeah, aids no, remember when he was was at the suburbs yeah the burbs yeah the burbs, <laughs> that's right yeah. dude no he, he used to be in really funny hokey goofy comedies and one of the best is called bachelor party it's hard to find i think his people probably tried to get rid of it they bring in a donkey from a donkey show into this hotel and the donkey <laughs> snorts all these drugs off the table and dies and then they just get rid of the donkey in the elevator of this fancy hotel it's so good man if you have the chance to find it bachelor party with tom hanks but uh maybe they'll make a sequel with it in uh you know 10 years from now 20 years when tom hanks is dead and you know they'll just use his likeness AI company metaphysic you know i do all my own stunts obviously it is now immortalizing actors through image capture like this to appear in future films without ever being on set. CEO Tom Graham. There is a move now from many people to preserve their likeness that in the future could be used to create their performance. This is going to be a core asset for every performer. So this is kind of like how Joe Biden died two years ago, but they've been creating his performance <laughs> on TV. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Uh, do you see, did you see my Jamie angle? Fox and uh, Top Gun? And we're gonna do Jamie Foxx immediately after this. This is why yeah. I played this clip, Mike. You're psycho. I, they're linked together, these two stories. I could be hit by a bus tomorrow, and that's it. But my performances can go on and on and on and on and on. But how that likeness is preserved, who has access to it, and who Notice how that 80-year-old man said he might get hit by a bus. Not have a heart attack, nothing else, because of the adrenochrome, you fucking pervert. Wow, Mike, you know what? I'm rubbing off on you, dude. I didn't see that one coming, but yeah, oh, yeah man. Yeah. Oh. He's not worried about dying of old age. <laughs> worried about that bus. <laughs> That's right. Oh, the age is for you, plebs. I think this... Ad this AI is just uh, a lie. They're just trying to cover for the fact that all these actors are de-aging with all the adrenochrome they're uh, oh, taking in. Oh, my God. You know, oh, that... my God, dude. So in 10 years, we're gonna... Tommy Hanks is going to come out? <laughs> <laughs> 
Life is like a box of chocolate. I'm just kidding. I'm not Tom Hanks. I'm Tommy Hanks. You gotta look out for in about 60 years that vampire time traveler, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. He'll run for U.S. president as a. Uh, is know. he coming back? <laughs> he's got him, man. He's almost. He's almost back. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, this AI stuff. They're if they're showing us now and talking about it on the news, they've had this tech for a long time. I th- of course they do. I think the writers and the actors are striking because they're no they're out of a job. I think that's what's happening here. Yeah, because you know what the tip off was was the uh the extras. So what's up with the extras? You mentioned there was a little This was like the, this is what started the whole thing is it People never notice the slippery slope until they're halfway down the slippery slope. Right? So you're sliding away. That's right, man. And, you know, all the actors were like, well, it's just the writer jobs that are on the table. No <laughs> That's <big> right. Deal. <laughs> right. But uh, apparently these all these uh, companies, these uh, production companies, they started signing contracts for the extras. And they were changing the contract to being like, all right, you're just an extra. So you're going to come here instead of like being an extra like in the scene and being here for like three weeks and doing these different scenes you're gonna come show up for one hour we're gonna film you doing a few things and then we're just gonna ai you into the background yeah they've probably been doing this for like five ten years i can imagine no that well they just started doing it now okay so it's it's new tech so, but but now the thing is, is like if you're an if you're an extra, you have to sign the contract and say yes, you can use my likeness. What they're worried about is that those. So now you only have to because they're all union. You only have to pay the guy for the one day. Oh, and then you have of, <laughs> you have the rights to that guy's likeness for any movie forever. So the contracts right now are like just for this movie, uh, and but we're only paying you for the one day you showed up instead of the three weeks you used to get. Yeah, man. So, that's right. So, I mean, it's it's an insane. But at the same time, these movies are not making money. Yeah, but also at the same time, I'm wondering if this AI usage coincides with the fact that movies have been total crap for three years plus, man. Like, absolute, complete mm-hmm. trash. I think opposite. I think we need the AI. I think the humans are trash. <laughs> you know what? It all depends on whether or not AI is woke. I think that's what it comes down to. Well, do, well, do we have to hire, like, four black computers, three gays? <laughs> or, can, or can the AI just be AI? I think that's the problem. Because, like, AI sucks at writing movies, right? But compared to a room full of diversity hires, it's probably your better choice. This is the theory you could set up a room with a hundred monkeys and a bunch of typewriters and they would write Shakespeare. Exactly. Well, not a hundred. You'd have a if if I had an infant, if I had a big enough room and an infinite amount of monkeys and typewriters, they would produce me Shakespeare. If I filled that room with the diversity hires Hollywood wants me to, I would have nothing but protests and riots. They'd be flinging shit at each other in fifteen minutes. You put one woke, you know, inclusivity hire into the group, and you come back a week later. Half of them have blue hair and those nose rings in the middle of their noses, and you know, the face tattoos. Oh, a week, dude! I got twenty-four hours before I gotta open up six <laughs> more bathrooms because there's ninety different genders that can't go into the studio. <laughs> oh, all right, well, let's round this out on the AI uh, Hollywood Our key here. key concerns of SAG-AFTRA, the union that represents actors. We're not anti-AI. It is okay for performers, likeness, image voice. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not against AI. It's totally fine if it takes all those programming jobs, the writer jobs. Go ahead and take away those trucker jobs. <laughs> right. We just don't want to take the actors' jobs. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> We're actors. <laughs> don't you don't you need us? I'm sorry, go ahead. I love it. Model. I knew you would like this clip, man. Because <laughs> these are the people that were the most for AI six months yes, ago. Yes, man, of course. Like everybody, everybody that was all about Terminator, really? You fucking idiot. They Get made out fun, of here. Yeah, we exactly. love AI. Yeah. Not only that, I mean, like, with glee, all the journalists for you know, Wall Street Journal and Washington <laughs> Post, like, oh, AI is going to change the future. And then they're like, what's that? AI is going to take my job as a journalist? <laughs> Oh my god, you guys, you gotta read my conversation with AI. What's that? It made better points than me? 
Uh, (laughs) It was more objective and had more truth. Oh, God. We're in trouble. Oh, did you see that? It's an anti-Semite AI. It's it's racist (laughs) against Jews. We need the Jew. Where's Chuck Schumer? (laughs) No, not a Jew. The Jew. Oh man! Voice to me. No, to... Nobody has shoulders more hunched. Than Chuck it's funny Schumer. we've he, we're also doing Chuck Schumer today. I have a Chuck Schumer clip today. Good, that, that man is carrying the weight of a lot of gold on his shoulders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh... I imagine he carries it in a little satchel tied with a rope around his. Oh god, we we're now uh, done. Dude, I That's just it. saw that South Park where they're like in a burning building and Cartman is blocking the exit. That's right. And he's, yes. and he's telling Kyle to give him his gold, and then Kyle finally he's like, "Fine, here, take it." And he goes, "Ah, I know every Jew carries fake gold <laughs> to, to, to throw off any thief." And then he turns out that it is fake, and he actually does have the real sack of gold. Dude, that is that was fucking pure genius, man. How did Kanye get kicked off? You know what I mean? Well, I think uh, one, if not both, of the creators are Jewish, so they're, they're you know, oh, they get the free lane that. there. I'm pretty sure Matt Stone is the one uh, who Kyle is based <laughs> off, maybe. But yeah, that's dude, that's genius. You're right on the money. I, I love that so much. I don't know so if they're much. Jewish, but did you hear about the fucking uh, Vermont brothers over there, Ben and Jerry's? Man, they're. What are they idiots? What's going on? They like uh, have been making a bunch of waves, and I kind of uh, dismissed it. Um, kind of this oh, fluff, dude, no, but this is pure genius. Man, what's going on with this the Ben and Jerry G- fellas? I totally man. forgot to get a clip. Oh, dude, dude I, I really wanted it. to talk about it, dude. On Fourth of July, they fucking tweeted yes, out their that's official it. <laughs> tweet. Their yes. official tweet was on this day we shouldn't celebrate. We should think about the land that we stole from the Native Americans. And really think about giving that land back. Wow, right? man. You fucking assholes, right? Yes. What assholes? Like, it took about two minutes before somebody from <laughs> apparently the Indian uh, nation that had the land before, like, America came, that the Ben and Jerry's plant is sitting In on. Vermont? Yes. <laughs> In Vermont, yes. In Vermont, yeah. And he wrote a letter response saying, we would gladly take that land back. We've actually been fighting for the land that you're sitting on for wow. generations. Wow, what a self-own. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Guess what the Ben and Jerry's uh, response has been? <laughs> I can't wait for this one, man. Crickets, I'll let you know as soon as they respond. <laughs> Dude, fucking assholes. You better give them the land back, right? Or it's make- just like the Sanctuary City bullshit, dude. You make these grand gestures. All right. Give it back. Fuck America, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Ben and Jerry's now has to make some sort of Native American ice cream flavor, you know, with corn or maize, maize, and, uh, you know, uh, what, what's corn, maize. That's all I know. I think they're You have the to same put thing. a lot of liquor in it. Oh, Ooh. that was me. Yeah, was me. maybe a couple of chips Love to blood. gamble with, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We're racist. <laughs> I was gonna about to tell you my uh, name idea, but we'll let that one. <laughs> We already lost the Asians. <laughs> we'll let it hang. We'll we'll finish the clip. We lost the Asians and the Jews already. This clip's exactly not even what it's over. going to be used for, and see that there are appropriate safeguards in place to make sure that that data is not made available beyond its intended use. Safeguards that currently don't exist. We need to focus heavily on the ethics and how we deploy. AI. And so we need to really work hard to move our institutions very, very quickly to be able to accommodate some of these new potential outcomes. All right. So AI already in full swing. Uh, We've been saying it here uh, since, what has it been now? About five, six months that the news just won't stop talking about AI. So they're trying to cram it into our minds, make us be totally used to the fact that it's just always been around because it has always been around. 
and now we need all these regulations. I fear the AI regulations because I think that's just going to lead to more restrictions on our freedoms and more surveillance by the NSA and the other alphabet agencies. That's usually what happens when they restrict anything when it comes to the internet. Uh, but it's already restricted. I, I, I keep t- they yes. The exactly. minute you heard about it, it was already they had it. They had it under control. Exactly, man. And AI has been on my mind, especially over the last 24 hours, because shockingly, in your neck of the woods, my man, the windiest of cities, Jamie Foxx made an appearance. And wow. Uh, Have you seen some of the pictures that people snapped of this alleged Jamie Foxx? Come on, bro. I could have been a better Jamie Foxx in black. Get the fuck out of here. This was Jamie Foxx, dude. They, they should have just blackfaced Danny DeVito and just gone full mockery with it. You know, just send out Danny I DeVito. If, I don't know if you guys know anything about Chicago. Chicago, very black. Out in the suburbs where this man was golfing, not so black. Anybody of close resemblance could have went out there and they would have claimed it was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yes, dude. They can't tell the difference. These are, <laughs> these are rich white people golfing, dude. They can't tell the <laughs> He was, I mean, to be clear, he was the fourth Jamie Foxx they took a picture of <laughs> that night. That night. Yeah, he was in there between Orlando Bloom and... Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, Orlando I was trying to think of the uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm trying to think of 90s era black dudes. <laughs> no, these, these white moms, they see Cuba in every restaurant they go yeah, to. David Allen Greer was there earlier in the night, and... Uh, <laughs> One of the Wayne's brothers stopped by. It was incredible. And, and Jokic made an appearance. All the famous <laughs> blacks. Call back. Yeah. <laughs> I see him everywhere. He looks like all the rest. You're so racist, man. <laughs> they all look like Jokic to me. <laughs> indistinguishable <laughs> so yeah man so ai uh, in full use maybe for the video uh aspect some of these pictures this was either a robot no, i think this was just a lookalike that they tried to fucking play off as jamie fox dude i also do believe it was like a stunt double of some Come sort on. uh they... <laughs> even yeah. the guy had the look like they don't believe I'm Jamie Foxx. You know what I mean? Like, dude, Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx. Yeah, dude. And did you see him hit the golf balls at Top Golf? Like, that wasn't Jamie Foxx, dude. No, dude. <laughs> that was. I don't know what that was, man. I just can't believe they rolled Re- with it in the pub. I, I remember. Think- <laughs> remember when they perfectly cloned a sheep, and then we just <laughs> stopped cloning? Like, there's no more cloning. Ever? Nobody? <laughs> I'm obsessed with this one, dude. I couldn't believe so, the Somebody pictures. check under his bottom uh, eyelid. I bet you're going to oh, find yeah, a dot. Yeah, man, that's right. Or two dots, at least. This was like an off-clone copy that they... Uh, the real clone is finishing the movie he was supposed to be filming uh, in Atlanta. <laughs> you can't make Celine Dion wait. I don't know who's filming it with. We'll go with Celine Dion. I like that. <laughs> But, dude, this was like the like the dumpy clone that they're like, well, we got to put him to use because we made him, right? So we'll send him to Chicago. He'll hit some golf balls at Top Golf, and uh, everybody will think they saw Jamie Foxx. <laughs> It'll make people think he's alive. Make sure he's back by nine. We need it for Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I believe it or not, I have a clip on Jamie Foxx. I hope you're all excited. <laughs> We're going to turn it now to Jamie Foxx. The Oscar winner was spotted in public for the first time since the health care scare that hospitalized him for weeks. Mona Kosarabde has that story. Good morning, Mona. Good morning, George. The actor appeared in good spirits as he flashed a peace sign to fans in Chicago, living what he called boat life, later telling his supporters that he is celebrating summer. This morning, a surprise return as actor Jamie Foxx is spotted in public for the first time since his shock health scare. <laughs> The Oscar-winning actor looking healthy, seen here in a video obtained by TMZ on Sunday. In the He looked fat, actually. Who has a stroke and gets fat? Is that what happens when you have a stroke? Do you just, like, uh, gain a bunch of weight right away? <clears throat> I don't know. Fetterman's pretty fat. Oh, good call. Yeah, he, he did come out of that. No, Fetterman. You know, he did kind of have a Fetterman swing. They should, you know what? 
They should put them on the golf course together. I'd love to bet money on who would win, Fetterman or uh, Fox. Yeah, but how weird is it that both dudes are stroke victims, disappeared in a hospital for a couple, for like a month, and then their uh, strange, weird double lookalike emerged to take pictures and do photo ops? In sweats. They both did the same thing, dude. That's kind of freaky uh, when I think yeah, about yeah. it, man. You know, the big thing here is that they don't want to talk about is that Jamie Foxx was forced to take the uh, mRNA COVID-19 vaccine. Oh, no, they said it's not the vaccine, Frank. I'm just saying he was forced to. He took it against his will, and lo and behold, he is a man uh, suffered, uh, you know, s- suffering from this stroke and probably already dead. We got the lookalike out there. I think the Fetterman guys will look alike. Uh, th- it, we're, the whole world might just be filled with clones, and we have no idea. I can't wait to meet mine. Dude, that might be the scariest moment, though. Like, you open the door and it's you, and that's when they kill you and take over your well, life. Well, yeah, he's the one who has to kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. The clone kills you, but man, what a... Well, f- that's why I can't wait to meet mine, because I know... He's heartless, so we'll, we'll be able to talk before he kills me. Good call. Yeah. Also, that all... It, it kind of gives you an idea that you're about to be someone big or famous or important, right? We oh, mu- that means I made it. You that made, it. made it. That means you made it. When the clone oh, rings your doorbell, yeah. that like two seconds before they murder you, you made it. And at least you get that little bit of satisfaction oh, right there. You're right. You just open the door. You see, like, what? What? You just put your arms up and close your eyes, baby. You made it. <laughs> let, him, let, him, let him shoot you, stab you, whatever he's about to do, you know? I imagine they just absorb your entire being into their mechanic beast of a body, and uh, that's it. Or maybe they're from another dimension. Yeah, they just abs- you just absorb into them. And uh, I think for sure Jamie Foxx was absorbed into this enormously fat <laughs> lookalike that they paid uh, clearly minimum wage to show up and do the gig. <laughs> I think the real Jamie Foxx uh, lookalike called out sick and last minute they're like, well, we got to do this whole photo op with TMZ, so uh, send out the, you know, the backup. Yeah, hey, I just send your cousin Lamar. He looks just like... <laughs> Hey, where's no, Phil? Put, a, put some brown sweats on him. Nobody will know. Hey, uh, where's that guy, Phil Stavius? Is he uh, still hanging around here? <laughs> That's right. I brought back Phil Stavius. Uh, he's off, but we got Philadelphia. So. <laughs> All right. Jamie uh, Foe is in the, the news Windy here. City on the Chicago River, riding on the deck of a boat, looking relaxed, smiling, and waving to fans <laughs> who are cheering him on. <laughs> The actor taking to Twitter saying, Boat life, stay blessed. The whole story, dude, they went nuts. They played all these videos on every channel. It's like, no, see, see, (laughs) Jamie Foxx is fine. See, it's Jamie. What? What? Over there on the river, four (laughs) miles away, like floating out to sea? (laughs) Okay, well, here he is golfing. Nine stalls down with this (laughs) shaky cell phone. Like, Dude, I got better view of the fucking Loch Ness monster than Jamie Fox, man. Not even that. Like, first of all, the Jamie Fox on the boat might have been real, but I don't think he was standing, and he kind of looked like he was mimicking a lot of the motions of Ray Charles, who was blind. And a lot of the rumors were that he was blinded by this stroke, and he didn't look like he was. He wasn't walking around or like grooving, you know, on the boat while it's cruising. He was just sitting there. Uh, standing off, staring off into space, and then also cut to the you know later in the day when he decided to hit a few out over at Top Golf. That Jamie Foxx, a lot chunkier, a little weirder in the face. There was just like some <laughs> uncanny valley going on there. I'm like, I definitely don't think that's Jamie Foxx. <laughs> well, they ran into a conflict when the Top Golf Jamie couldn't swim. They couldn't <laughs> have him on the boat. Couldn't put him on the boat. <laughs> He gets anxiety when he's on the water. So, <laughs> so we had to go with two different Jamies. One can't swim, one can't golf, Frank. What are you going to do? <laughs> hey, plus what with the writer do? strike on and the looming actor strike, they were hard-pressed for getting talent in the room. Now that I think about it, Jamie Foxx, come on, man. You did all white people shit. What's going on here? <laughs> How many uh, black guys? There's a lot of black guys in Chicago. How many of them are golfing and riding on boats? <laughs> Dude, good call. <laughs> come on, man. Like. 
Really? Was this really Jamie Foxx? I don't think it was. It, it, just the, I love it. The hoopla, the Hello, media circus. That, that famous actor you really love who's sick and you're worried about him, that's him on that sailboat floating out to the sea. <laughs> Say goodbye. Wave goodbye to Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Go on the pier with your binoculars. You'll see him. It's clear as day. It's him. Look at the outline. Look, he did the Django Unchained. He's good. Oh, man. So uh, we mentioned him earlier, uh, and <laughs> I do want to hit him up now because I think we're in that same vein. Uh, you know, we're talking, um, you know, hanging out on the beach. People are famous. Stars, right? Well, the current stars of today's era are YouTube stars. And I, Mike, you and I are not allowed on YouTube because we talk about things like uh, the mRNA vaccine and transsexuals. So we're, we're not allowed to be uh, you know, played on there. But there are people who are huge stars on YouTube, like Logan Paul uh, and the uh, and another dude who I'm not familiar with the guy's name, like SL. It's a combination of letters. Uh, famous dudes, who, and uh, they have a s- sports drink. Are you familiar with Prime Sports Drink? Yeah, I can't believe this is a thing. Well, I I know it's a thing only because um, I was reading that Prime uh, Sports Drink, the company, uh, they they released a uh, statement uh, like last week or so. It was anti-Semitic, and so uh, obviously, uh, ch- oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying uh, that up because well, Chuck Schumer got involved. It is the drink with buzz among kids. Prime Energy, the newest addition to influencers Logan Paul and KSI's Prime Drink line. The pair has almost 64 million YouTube subscribers. The drink now in the crosshairs of Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Buyer and parents beware. Because it's a serious health concern. And the drink is anti-Semitic. <laughs> For the kids, it so feverishly targets. Every time Schumer I took a sip, it took five cents out of my pocket. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I knew right then. We had to write a bill. I'm only assuming that Logan Paul, who's a part of this, was wearing Yeezys at his last uh, boxing match or something. <laughs> to investigate Prime Energy's market. This is the stupidest story of the year, by the way. We are seven months in on this uh, 2023. I'm, I think this is the dumbest no, story. No, 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 Cheryl. We're going to get to the cluster bombs in Ukraine. First, <laughs> but, fir- but first, this is an energy drink with a lot of sugar. Sugar's no good. I heard it's not even kosher. (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing here? Is this America? Prime. (laughs) Dude, Chuck Schumer, get get out of office, man. Dude, Dude, you, you have proposed nothing of serious substance that has anything come out of your Senate where you've improved our country on any level. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed this, Chucky, but uh, you and your, your you and your big shot head like friends over there. You all decided that you were going to support Ukraine in order to deplete the weapons and ammunition of Russia. That's right. And then your excuse for giving them cluster bombs was we're out of ammunition. <laughs> That's right. Dude. You depleted our our ammunition. By the you way, fucking dude, idiot. and we covered the cluster bomb thing. Wow, I actually had no idea how. Like angry people are across the international scene about this no, move. Did you like, see, this was a bad did, move. This was a really did you see bad Al move. Did I I did not, but I, I even Dude. Amy Goodman was lambasting the Biden administration. I was pretty shocked. Oh no no no! This is one of the sickest things we've done. Joe Biden went out there, and everybody went out there, and they were touting that okay, we're giving them cluster. So nobody likes cluster bombs because it just drops a shit ton of bombs. A lot of them don't explode. Mike, we were actually some... not too far off with our description of the, the Tony Stark scene in Iron Man 1 where he no, just that's like, what it is. That's what the cluster pops do. <laughs> yeah. These are crazy. Except, except they're less sophisticated. And the one thing that they sold the public on, Frank, man, tell me this isn't the vaccine all over again. It has a very low dud rate. Yes, meaning, the dud rate. Meaning less the dud rate. than 2% that <laughs> fall will not explode and become a hazard. That's less right. Less than 2%. Yeah, man. You know, do you know what came out? You know what like all these international journalists and everything, found? real journalists found out? I'm very excited. 
Two percent was lab tests. Wow. Real world field tests. Uh, they were. They said it was between fourteen and twenty percent. NPR today had an article about how they are still cleaning up cluster munitions from us dropped in Laos. Cambodia. Laos. Laos, uh, Laos and Cambodia. Laos. We yes. joked, We were talking about Cambodia in the last show. Uh, I forgot about. Here's what's crazy about yes. U.S. military operations over the last 50 years, people. We bombed everybody and didn't talk about it. Like, you know about Vietnam and Gulf War and Iraq and Afghanistan. You have no idea. We're currently at war with 15 other countries right now. Nobody can name them. <laughs> Forgot about Laos. Fucking Christian Bale made a movie about it. (laughs) (laughs) They could make it better, you know, easier for you to remember. (laughs) Well, I am a goldfish like the rest of us, and yeah, man, it's when I looked through that article on NPR today, I was like, "Holy crap, dude! We, we are the villains of the world. Do we? Does nobody see this? We're, we're the bad guys in Star Wars." We're the ones in the Death Star, man. <laughs> we're the this ones one guy from Cambodia. Was, this one guy from Cambodia was talking about how there's this road that still to this day everybody knows. There's this like this area where you don't leave because if you go north of the road, I forgot what it is. It's either north or south or east or west. Either way, if it's like if you go north of the road, it's American cluster bombs. If you go south of the road, it's the Viet Cong landmines. Wow. Wow, man. So it's like either way, you're fucked. Just stay on the road. Yeah, the it's it's, it's insane. It's pretty despicable what we agreed to do here. It's almost And then why did uh Joe Biden, why did you send cluster bombs? Ah, we're out of ammunition. What and then nobody pushes him? <laughs> like what do you mean? Exactly. What do you mean we are out of ammunition? We sent so much ammunition, we are out of ammunition? Well, he's not saying the entire sentence, we're out of our old ammunition. Frank, We're just giving up our old crap, dude. I don't care, man. The problem with that is, like, dude, our new shit costs so much money, and when war hits, that's what they're learning, you know, real quick, is munitions go so fast. When you look at, like, the numbers of these, like, major wars... What's my one of my favorite things? Go on YouTube. Just I think it's called War by Numbers. Oh, cool! And, yeah, and they literally they'll go through World War Two, and they'll just be and they'll just show you like the Germans at this battle. The Germans dropped a hundred thousand shells. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm well, our sh- our shells are fucking. You know, our missiles that cost five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, well, you know, World War Two. Also, uh, we were. Everybody was working for the war effort, right? Weren't the women uh, in the steel mills? The kids were working. Like, it was a full-blown effort to uh, make it happen. You know, war is a dirty deed, and it's expensive, and it takes a lot of, uh, you know, product to (laughs) power through. And the more the language comes out of this situation... You know, we, we're running out of ammunition. It sounds like it's our war. Are we at war then, Joe war. Biden? Because it sounds like we are fighting a war against Russia. You guys just keep using the word Ukraine in place of U.S. That's what it seems like. And my, my biggest problem is, like, everybody really does not understand war. And I don't mean in the fact of, like, oh, the goriness, the evil, and everything. Like, no. I, I've tried to talk about it before, but I didn't get to my point of, like, you know the story of the 300? Oh, <laughs> yes, uh, the Spartans. Is, is that Therm- the Spartans at Thermopylae, whatever. So they actually said the real, re- you know, in the movie, they have that, like, retarded guy that tells, you know, Xerxes the, uh, the path right. that yeah, oh, they yeah. can go and surround them. Mm-hmm. In reality, it was the locals. Because the locals in that area of Greece, they were paid well by the Persians. They've been trading with them for years. They wanted to be part of Persia. And that's why the Persians were able to come in. And I tried to explain that to mom, and she didn't want to hear it. Dude, Poland was taken over in 24 hours of World War II. You cannot take over a country unless it wants to be taken over in 24 hours. That is a fucking fact. When you take over these areas, you need the people. People choose whether it doesn't matter how powerful your military is. You could only force these people to follow you for so long. In reality, it's the people that are choosing who their leadership is. You know? Wow, and that is a powerful take, actually. 
Like these areas in in Ukraine that you're trying to t- Donbass, you are devoting all these resources to it. You shouldn't have to. The people clearly don't want you. You're spending more resources than Putin in this area. That's his area then. You know? Yeah, it's his people or they want to be his people. people. They yeah. they have chosen. I don't know. I know it's very hard to fathom why, but like we have totally isolated ourselves from what has happened in this part part of the world. And a lot of these people in that area, they look at Zelensky and his, and uh, the Azov Battalion or whatever they're called. The mooks. It's like, well, it's just like, dude, you, you aligned yourself with a Nazi battalion. <clears throat> yes, they, and they are, for anyone who doesn't understand when we say the Ukrainian militias and armies are Nazi-based and have, they are wearing <laughs> Nazi regalia. Here, come, here comes Wagner Group. They're not Nazis. Here comes the Ukraine quote-unquote army, but it's this battalion that they just brought in. They threw out their Nazi flags yesterday. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, man. Yes. Who, who do you want controlling your... Who do you trust? You know? Well, we were discussing this at the beginning of the uh, Russian-Ukraine conflict, one of the weirdest parts of the uh, <clears throat> onslaught when it started kind of kicking off was... Putin was making all these speeches internationally saying we are fighting against the world, the new world order, and we are battling against this oppression that is worldwide, and uh, we're on, it's good versus evil. People take a, you know, a little bit of a moment to catch that perspective, right? Like, uh, it does kind of seem like one side is defending itself, and it seems like the other side is being very aggressive with their fucking policies. And well, just just show me where he was wrong. That's yeah. He he said he was invading because you guys were going to make Ukraine part of the UN, which you're trying you, to do. The right war now. isn't even over. You're trying to make Ukraine the part of the UN. <laughs> not only that, when he invaded the parts he invaded, he said he was going in to not to stop the U.S. from controlling those uh, chemical weapons facilities, and we claimed they didn't exist. And then all of a sudden, oh yeah, we do have places where uh, we do have chemical weapons. We're facilities. making chemical weapons, and oops. He said I didn't blow up the Nord Stream pipeline. Turns out. We spent millions of dollars researching to find out there's no evidence he blew it up. We don't know who blew it up. We just know it wasn't him. Well, no, we do know who blew it up. Herschel Walker, uh, or no, not Herschel Walker. Uh, <laughs> Herschel, is, what's the guy? Seymour Hirsch. <laughs> Seymour Hirsch released an article about three months ago about how uh, the U.S. blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. Uh, he was interviewed on Democracy Now. They talked in yeah, depth sure. about it. He has credible evidence and resources that says, yes, the United States in cahoots with NATO and the U.K. and Poland blew up the Nord Stream pipeline. They also blew up that dam in Ukraine, and they were planning on blowing up that nuclear facility. They I wanted to promise blow up that you, nuclear facility. They, it just got such bad immediate press. No, no. Do you know, do you know what happened, man? I know what happened. Russia. If you look at Russia TV, well, okay. I did. I saw a lot of stuff oh, on, on Russian TV where they were talking about it. No, I gotta say allegedly because this is all like we can't, we don't get the truth here. But allegedly, allegedly, these clips I saw from Russia TV where it was. It was like hours before Ukraine said they were going to blow up the nuke, the nuclear plant. Russia TV reported that the because they're in control of the plant. That's right, man. That the that the Russian scientists found explosives. <laughs> yes, I saw that news report. It was on. And, and then, like, news. it was like two hours later, the Russian, the Ukrainian news came out, and they're like, they have, a, they're planting explosives. <laughs> In their own facility, on their own side. And the fallout will, will kill their own people. And then our news ran with it, dude. So insane. It was one of the stupidest narratives, and it, it, it disintegrated so quickly because not one human being believed the story. Not oh, one. Oh, fuck it, dude. 30% of America. I think everybody saw that and we're like, we're like nope. wow, we're going to blow up that nuke facility. I can't believe this. I didn't think it would go I, to this point. I had people ask me, aren't you worried? About things like when the nuclear <laughs> no. plant is in danger. I was only concerned about it blowing up because they were talking about Russia doing it, and I was convinced that whenever they say Russia's going to do something, we're going to do it. So I thought, oh, this is definitely <laughs> going to happen now because we're so, insane maniacs over here. But, but you have to look at it from an MSNBC viewer. All they see is, all the, for like a few days, 
Russia's going to blow up the nuclear plant, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They found explosives. Russia is, but then they bring out the Russian expert, the explosives expert, the nuclear plant expert. It's two days, right? And then the story just goes away. It Never seen again. This so, one faded beautifully, man. Like, yeah. wow. I, I was very certain it was going to happen. This was Nord Stream Pipeline all over again. They were, Joe Biden did a speech how... Everybody just was saying it's going to happen, and then it happened. I This was the same play out. I think it was bad press, and they, uh, like with all things, they float the idea out, see how everyone uh, thinks about it and what the you know national response is, and then they back out. Uh, maybe maybe they, enough, you know, they what they do, they, where they like crowdsource, not crowdsource, but, you know, uh, test the audience. Yeah, dude, they did the same thing with Blocking the Sun. They sent that fucking article out, and everybody lost their mind online. Uh, and uh, I have to say, today, here in Colorado, not a cloud in the sky, 100 <laughs> degrees, dude, scorching hot. And I'm going to make, I uh, actually, I called today, I did one of the three-way calls with uh Jared Polis and Bill Gates. And I was like, guys, can you bring back those planes, do the chemtrailing over the house? It's getting a little hot over here. Yeah, I told you I didn't want it every day, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, not every day. Like once in a while in the 100 degrees. Can you do a guy a favor on the 100 degree days? Fly me a couple planes. Do my a little bit of that. My plants are burning. My tomato <laughs> plants are burning. I'm trying to get high over here, Bill Gates. All right, fly those planes when we hit triple digits, and then you can uh, you know, bring it back down, scale it back.